Well, our moms think we're funny. All right, we're back. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. Welcome to part three of our Disney talk. Yeah, um, this is a... Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this. This is a lot of fun for us. Just kind of, you know, yapping our gums about uh, about Disney movies and stuff. Yeah. Pr- primarily Disney animated movies. And the whole point, uh, the, the, the beginning of this was just that we don't feel that Disney takes chances anymore on on properties or on movies mm-hmm. to really make them stand uh, to do something other than what they normally do. Yeah. And yeah. then kind of how Disney has, has almost become in a sense, kind of like a, as a, as a film as a animation studio, almost a, uh, not a parody of itself, but I, um, a husk. Yeah. I would say a husk. And I, I think that kind of goes with the cannibalism is they're eating themselves yeah. from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're, they're just bastardizing and regurgitating their own work now. And I, I think that to them, they would probably say, well, no, no, no. What we were was an overbloated company. And now we're working out and in our body is, is using up the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the excess, you know, the, the fat that we didn't need. And we're converting that into fuel and building more muscle, make us stronger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but if you're not getting enough protein, if you're not getting enough of what you need to to do that, the more you muscle up, you're actually eating away at yourself. And that's where they are now. <laughs> they think that by putting out and cranking out more and more shows, especially with the hot properties like Marvel and Star Wars, that by cranking out more and more shows, what they're really doing is muscling up. But no, they're actually eating away at themselves. And uh, well, it's also like the kind of person who's only focusing on building their biceps. And it's like, yeah, but you got to develop your lats and your triceps and your forearms and your grip strength and all that. And they're not doing that. Right. And it's like, yeah, the, the shows, from what I hear, are great. Um, I, from what I understand, Mandalorian was just incredible. Mandalorian was great. I, I mean, like, I, I don't think there's a lot of problem with their shows. It's just, yeah, like we've we've been talking for a couple of episodes now. Disney was, you know, once upon a time, really pushing the envelope, and they would have like their formulaic stuff of like, here's our princess story, but then they hit this period of like, we're really gonna try some new stuff here, and it's gonna knock your socks off. And now it's like, oh, we're gonna go with the safe bet, mm-hmm. and and now to them, the safe bet isn't even going back to the formulaic Disney princess movies. It's we're gonna do live action remakes of stuff, right? Oh, kids liked The Lion King. Let's just make it all look lifeless and stupid, and we'll call it live action even though it's all CG. So I had a huge problem with The Lion King movie because they kept calling it live action, but it's like, well, but there's nothing live in it. Like you said, it's all CG. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you've done is just du- you remade The Lion King. It's still animated. It's still an animated movie. Yeah. There, only I mean, it's not as animated as well because like the characters don't have the same kind of life. Right. Just because you make it a very lifelike CG movie, it's still computer animated. It's still computer graphic. It's still it's still animated. It's still drawn. You just change the way it's drawn. Yeah, yeah. And then you call it live action. It's like there's nothing live action about it. And you know? I just I haven't watched it, but who wants to? Yeah, I don't want to. That's the thing. It's like, but I guarantee that like the voice acting isn't going to be as good. They've got some pretty good voice actors in there. Like, I know Donald Glover was one. I think he did the voice of Simba. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he did adult Simba or young Simba. Um, but they, they did have some some good voice actors well, in there. I'm sure they had some big names because they did in the Jungle Book as well. But, like... Yeah. Uh, so, okay. I love Scarlett Johansson. I think mm-hmm. she's incredible. Um, 
Want to touch the hiney? She voiced Ka in the quote-unquote live-action Jungle Book remake. Mm-hmm. She's talented. She's a great actress. She's a good voice actor. Ka has Does... nowhere near the personality in the live-action remake that it did in the original animated film. Mm-hmm. You don't have the the fluid facial expressions. You don't have the swirly hypnotist eyes. And so I think where you're going right there is one of the big things that's wrong with the... When you do the live action is that you've got to... You've got all those all those cartoon bits that really that really showcase a character like you know had the the overly expressive features mm-hmm. or like you said like hypnotic uh, hypnotic eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We can't put that in this one now because we're trying to make it realistic. Yeah, which, which and, if and you realistic snakes have no personality, right? And <laughs> and and re, re, if we're trying to be realistic here, um, this kid's not talking to like a. a a giant a bear and a and a tiger and everything. There, there's no way. Like, so basically, what you're trying to tell me is that Mowgli was the first Doctor Doolittle because he can talk to a bear in the jungle. I, that's not even asking about that. Um, a bear, an orangutan, uh, a tiger, a panther, a snake, um, and like a, an elephant and a big ass orangutan. Yeah, well, I said that. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> or, or as uh, as Dumbo, uh, Gumball and Darwin would say, an orange U-tan. <laughs> Um But so, but no, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, so if you're going for realism, you've already failed right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it just it doesn't accomplish anything. And then you know, hey, I I like the entire cast of the live action Jungle Book. Love Scarlett Johansson, Christopher Walken, awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken's great. Was Bill he, Murray, was he, uh, King Louis. He was King Louis. Yeah. And, and I mean, Bill Murray, Bill fucking Murray, yep. he's great. I love Bill Murray. I don't have an issue with any of the cast. They're all talented. I'm not trying to dismiss that, but like, you can't show me any of those live action characters and say that they have more personality than the original cartoon version. No, you can't. Baloo has so fucking much personality in the cartoon version. And yeah, oh, it, it makes some facial expressions in the live action one. Yeah, and but like when when they're singing, you know, you know uh, I want to be like you, mm-hmm. and Baloo's dancing, his, his belly's moving. If you're gonna do the live action version, he has to move like a real bear. Yeah. So you don't yeah. get that. You don't get that over exaggerated belly swing. And yeah. Hips you, and stuff. you don't get like the '50s thing where he like swings boldly between his legs. Yeah. Like, they, they don't do the whole like coconut bikini top thing. It's it's just it's not as good. Right. It, to me, it's just not as personable. And I saw the uh, the live action the remake of uh, Cinderella, which uh, which had I, De- thought, I forgot they even did that, which had Deborah from Baby Driver on it. Um, she and it was is delicious. She is, uh, and um, and it, um, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, it was um, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Hmm. Um, but uh, and that was pretty good. And I, God, I can't swear to it now, but I don't think that the, um, I don't think that the, um, that the, the mice talked in that. No, they probably didn't. And that's the thing. It's like all all you're doing is just taking away all the shit that made it unique. Well, what I was gonna say is that in in that one, if I remember correctly, they didn't talk, but that was a good thing because if they had have talked, it would have then they would you had to give them and they maybe should maybe they did. I don't remember because um, I saw it once in the theater and and I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't bad at all. I mean, I don't really have any interest in seeing it again. It was a good movie. I don't have any interest in seeing it again. But, I mean, it's like, okay, that, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Um, but 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 you are missing a lot of stuff um, because it's 
I think people are more sold on the novelty of it than yeah. the actuality of it. You know, it's 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 Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, yeah. Just because you could, you know, doesn't mean you should, right? No, and and I'll say. Maleficent, I went into it fully expecting to hate that, and I was pleasantly surprised. But Maleficent's also bringing something new to the table. Because it's not just, oh, we're just going to retell the story of Sleeping Beauty. It's, this is a complete reimagining. And a lot of people were, like, freaking out about it, going, they're trying to justify and say that, that the bad guy wasn't the bad guy the whole time. It's like, no, this is a different story. This is retelling the story from a different perspective of saying, what if the bad guy wasn't a bad guy? It's just it's just a different reimagining of it, and I didn't I didn't hate Maleficent. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. <laughs> but like, I also have no indicate no need to ever like rewatch it. But at the same time, I have no desire to see Cruella. Oh no, I, I think it's stupid. I and, agree. And everybody's like, oh, you know, it's it's a symbol of feminism. It's like this is a bitch who wants to skin puppies. I don't, I don't give a good goddamn if she's a feminist or not. Okay, I, she still wants to skin puppies. Okay, so let's let's just kind of let's you know call a weird crazy ass bitch a weird crazy ass bitch, right? Yeah. Which is who in the hell wants to wear a coat made of Dalmatian fur? <laughs> like, like okay, it's okay. Let me ask you: this. Would you make would you make a, a wear a coat made out of uh, out of uh, Chihuahua fur? Well, no, they're Chihuahuas. Well, how is a Dalmatian suck. any different? Like. <laughs> I mean, okay, if it was like a, um, if it was a, uh, what do you call it, like a, one of those big sheep dogs? Oh, hell, I'd rock, I'd rock the shit out of a big sheep dog fur coat, are you kidding me? Shit. I'd be like the flyest ass pimp in the neighborhood. Man, this is 100% pure sheep dog, baby. <laughs> um, but, but a Dalmatian? Dalmatian. Yeah, that right I mean, there. Like, it, it's very fine, coarse hair. My sister raises Dalmatians. Ah, uh, I mean, like, who in the world would want to fur? Would want to <laughs> wear that? That's that's crazy. That is all kinds of crazy. That's like eight shades of crazy. Yeah, and, and so like, and I, maybe it would be like Maleficent. And it's like, oh, they just didn't do with it what I was expecting them to do. But it's like, unless unless this movie is going to be Cruella saying, hey, you know what? Somebody suggested that I make a coat out of dogs, and I think that's just a terrible idea. I wouldn't do that. Then I have no interest in rooting for her as a character. Because Maleficent is like, okay, oh, Maleficent is this, like, fairy tale witch. She can turn into a dragon, blah, 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 blah. You're dealing with Fae. Mm-hmm. is just a sick fuck, okay? She's just a human being sick fuck. You don't have, like, this fantasy element. It's just, as a villain, her goal was to skin, skin and make fur out of puppies, that's just jacked up. There's no reason to ever want to root for that character. And I don't care. I don't care what happened in her past. That's that's not right. She basically basically is the female version of the Jake and Logan Paul story. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm rich and I've got way too much money that I didn't really properly earn, and so now I just do like the most insane shit because who's gonna stop me? Yeah, and and God, that's gonna be that's gonna be their next thing. Eventually, Disney will make the Logan Paul story. It's like. As like life without knowing what life is, the Jake and Logan Paul story. It's like and, uh, Jake, Jake. No, you're Jake. What? You're <laughs> Logan. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Are you? And that'd be like that'd be like a whole half hour of the movie. Then be asking each other which one's which. 
And then the last hour is going to be them going to the suicide force, but instead of them actually, like, pulling the shit that they pulled there, it's going to be like, oh, we, we have to bring awareness of this poor, this poor lost man. Yeah. We have to let the world see his pain. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll record it and he'll be kind of like laughing. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, and he'd be like, he couldn't cope with life. Yeah, well, you know, not everybody gets to like do what we do. <laughs> poor guy, poor miserable bastard. And then later on, he'll be looking at the video and he'll look at it and he'll see the guy hanging there. And then instead of the guy, it'll be him. And he'll be like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> he looks into the camera. I get it now. <laughs> it's some kind of metaphor. I understand now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, right. So, I, I don't get, I don't get that whole thing. Like, why do you have to take, take that and try to, like, justify her or give her some kind of backstory? She doesn't need one. Yeah. But, but you, but they still, like, you're taking these movies and you're giving them a, a live action, like, spin. And, and, okay. and why? What are you bringing to the table in doing that? Okay. So, I, I will... I will counter that with one thing, which is you can say the same thing about comic books and comic book movies. And I'm like, okay, okay. If, if I'm, if I'm reading it in the comic book pages that are well drawn and the, you know, the, the story is moving well, like the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, like, uh, Art is, is perfect, or not perfect, the art is great, and it's really telling a story, and you, you know, you're, uh, everything's set up, right? I can see, I know what's going on, right? Do I really need to see it live action? Like, technically, no. I want to, though. I want to see that because something about that, it, it brings a little bit more out of it. Um, My counterpoint to that would be that you're looking at two completely different mediums as well. Well, the reason the reason I went to that is because if I say, like, when they do an adaptation, they're not doing an adaptation of the cartoon. They do an adaptation of the comic book. So even when they do a cartoon adaptation of it, like, I want to see that. I don't need to, right? But I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, that's why I was comparing the movie to the comic book as opposed to the cartoon. Because you don't do an adaptation of the cartoon, which is an adaptation of the comic book, you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, some people do, and it's just stupid. But, but <laughs> that's, that's why I kind of took it there. But I can see people making that same that, that same analogy and be like, yeah, well, what about this? Like, but then you can say the same thing about any kind of novel. Like, why did you have to turn this novel into, uh, you know, into a movie? Like, you saw it in your head when you were reading it, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. See, to me, that's bringing new stuff to the table, though. Like, like the Watchmen movie is still yet a different experience than the Watchmen graphic novel. It and is. It's a fairly faithful adaptation, but it it does bring different perspectives and different things to it. Um, it it it's, it makes it, and it doesn't make it more complete. But in if it's done properly, it gives it a little bit more depth. Yes, yes, that's a good way of putting it. Meanwhile, and I'm, I, I keep going back to the Jungle Book one because that's the only one I saw of their live-action remakes. The, the Jungle Book live-action remake didn't bring any new depth to the story. It didn't reveal anything about it. It didn't make me rethink anything. All it did was just retell the same joke, but more boring. Well, and see, I think that's the difference between the, those two adaptations. Because in this case here, they may have changed some of the dialogue around, but like their whole thing was like, we're taking this... And we're just going to make it, quote unquote, live action. Yeah. That's it. Now, when they did Mulan, they changed a bunch of shit around. But then it's like, if you were just going to cater to a particular country or you know, whatever, just because you want to you want to get in bed with them, <laughs> like, you know, do that on your own time, man. Don't yeah, do, don't do yeah. that. To, don't do that and make me pay for it. Don't don't expect us to pay for that shit. But I mean, the, the Mulan thing pissed me off. And I uh, like I, I just completely 
boycotted that movie. I refused to watch it. Would yeah. still never watch it. Wouldn't even do it for a Let's Watch. I, I, I have no interest in seeing it. And that the, what really killed... But first, I, I don't have really interest in you watching any of these live-action ones. But what really got me, and I've said it before, was that this is supposed to be a more faithful adaptation of the Mulan story. Because a lot of people were kind of pissed off about the whole thing. It's like, oh, you didn't tell the story right. So we're going to do a more faithful adaptation of the Mulan story, right? So there's no Mushu. Because, you know, there was no magic back then. Hey, well, this had this. This had this bitch, and it turned into a dragon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like no, no, no. If you don't put in Mushu, then don't put anybody else in magic. Yeah, that that that's what pissed me off about it. Like even before you get into this whole thing, where like didn't didn't Disney like film this at like one of China's like concentration camps or some shit like that? It was it was close to like yeah, it was, it was in like, like the right, area where it was, like something like that. Yeah, like you could you could, you could like see the smokestacks from some of the shots <laughs> and stuff like that. But like even now, the, now the the. Supposed, supposed concentration camps. Really the, the, uh, but, um, the uh, alleged. Like, up, umger, up, I hate the fact that I don't know. They, I just don't know how to pronounce the, the name. Right, but, right. But yeah, where they're supposedly keeping these people for re-education. Yeah. So, so for some reason, I had Spike Lee in my, like in my head going, re-education. Re-education. We like to call it a re-education camp. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, like, even before Fucking all that... peach tea. Even before all that stuff came up, what got me is that they're like, oh, well, we're, we're not doing any of the songs. And it's like, well, shit, even, even like, the live-action Aladdin at least did You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. Right. And I haven't heard Will Smith's version of it, but it's Will Smith, so I imagine he at least did it competently. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he performed it competently. Whether the song was written well, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, like, you at least had that, but they're like, yeah, we're not doing any of the Mulan songs. It's like, well, if I'm not going to hear Be a Man, then what What the fuck am I going to waste my time for? And they're like, well, it's, it, you know, we, we want to be faithful to China. It's, you know, we, we, we want to be faithful to Chinese culture, and that's not a Chinese song. That's an American song. Well, of course it was. It was written for the movie. This was an American movie, you dumb shits. It makes me think of Dragon and Bruce Lee stories like, uh, can we make, can we, can we keep the mask on? He's very oriental. Or right. He's like, uh... <laughs> The the act you know the characters Oriental he, he's playing Oriental it's like it's like they, they, yeah um that's how it's supposed to be yeah, so so that first they do that with the music and then of course like you said they do the Mushu thing it's like yeah we're not bringing Mushu in because you know we want to be historically accurate this is a historical story like oh well I can't wait to see your live action Pocahontas then yeah since since you want to be so historically accurate and then they show the trailer. And and at the front of the army of the Huns is this fucking witch woman casting spells. It's like, wait just a goddamn minute. Right. I don't give my Mushu because you want to be so goddamn historically accurate. Why is she casting spells? And you didn't even give me a fucking lucky cricket. You could have given me a lucky cricket and <laughs> nothing else. Not even the cricket. Hey, they gave me a lucky cricket and balls of fury. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, it got killed, both of them. But the, that's not the point. The point is it was there. Uh, it's like, so you, you've basically just sapped this thing of... All semblances of a personality. Right. So that you can pander. It all goes back to this fucking pandering because, oh yeah, well, we, we want to be sensitive to China. That's because China China won't let go of their panders. They'll let you, they'll let you borrow them to put in their zoos, but... <laughs> I did not really expect you that, that hard to laugh at you over the panders. <laughs> Got me. That was really good. <laughs> but but right they're they're taking this thing and you know a lot of people have said that this whole idea of of them it's like we're going to basically make this movie put this movie out there again mm-hmm. but we don't have to pay anybody because 
because we're not we're not technically well, they are we're hiring people to rewrite, but right. but it's like we're taking a script that's already been done. You guys have already, and we're just gonna keep re, like, regurgitating it and yeah, just doing yeah. it and doing it and doing it. Um, and and it's, and it's like and that works out really well for us. Like, well, I I mean, I guess yeah, sure, but um, but what what have you really done? Like, like uh, so to me, it's like if you have a comic artist and they and they do a comic when like you know let. Let's say when they're, you know, 18, you know, Mm -hmm. they start super early, they do a comic and obviously it's their first effort. It's not super great. They've got learning to do. Right. But instead, when they finish this project, instead of moving on to the next project and taking what they've learned and trying to improve their skill set, they're like, well, I'm going to redraw this panel here on page three and I'm going to redraw like maybe the entirety of page 20. And then I'm going to redraw this, this last panel on the last page and then reprint it. It's like, that's kind of just cheating people. Right. Because now anybody who wants to support you is like, well, there's new art in it, but you didn't really put any effort into this. Right. There's, you, there's, you didn't really do it. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's no real new art in there. There's, there's, there's not. You mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't do anything. It's like, what, what have you done? And, and and maybe, you know, in the case of like Mulan, if you want to be super shitty, it's like maybe you like took all your pages into Photoshop and erased one of your like characters. But that's it. Like, right. that's that's not bringing anything new to the table. All this is doing is just telling an already competently told story worse. And I, I don't disagree with you at all. And it's, uh, and, and they're doing that with everything. And what really, what really got us down this whole thing was that we were like, how come they don't, they don't do movies like, like Lilo and Stitch anymore? How come yeah. they don't move movies like, uh, like, uh, like Emperor's New Groove? Like, why, yeah, why don't yeah. they do that? Why don't they, why don't they, they kind of do these these movies that are like you can still do all your other stuff you can do your Moanas you can make all your princess movies and shit like that which I would dare say <laughs> I would dare say that Lilu should be considered a princess a space princess yeah um so I mean I, I think I think that you could make the argument that Lilu should be considered a space princess oh totally uh, yeah. but uh, but at the same time I'm kind of glad she's not I don't want to hang out with those other bitches <laughs> yeah, she's too good for them I mean don't get me wrong I like some of them right I do but but yeah she's too good for them um, but, but the, um, but they don't, they don't do those kind of things anymore, but they're cranking out these live action ones. And then there's the whole live action Lilo and Stitch, Ugh. which I'm just like, I am not down for it all. And no, it looks terrible. It, it does look terrible. The Stitch concept art just looks terrible. It's ugly. And it just, it, I don't know, just it, to me, it's like you've stopped believing in yourselves. Right. You went from saying, you know what, our talent, we're going to trust him. You guys crank out Emperor's New Groove, crank out Hunchback of Notre Dame, crank out Treasure Planet, all this stuff. And somewhere along the way, it was like, yeah, you know, we don't believe you guys, you know, we're, we're not going to turn the reins over to you guys and just let you do your own thing anymore. We don't trust it. If it's not going to be the stock Disney princess shit done in CG with the re- with the funny animal sidekick and the requisite number of musical numbers. Yeah. Then, you know, if you're you're not allowed to break out of that mold anymore. And if you're not going to break out of that mold, then it's got to be a live action remake. And it's just so disheartening to see that we've gone from you know, hey, we're we're really going to stretch our wings here. We're really going to see what we can do that's just amazing. Yeah. And and we've gone from 
Lilo and Stitch was brilliant. Such a brilliant, brilliant movie. I love Lilo and Stitch. And now, instead of saying, what about Lilo and Stitch worked? What can we do to apply that to an animated feature to really change the game? What can we do here to to see what it is that people liked so much about that to improve our future endeavors? And now it's like, oh no, we're going to bastardize that. Yeah. We will chew it up. We'll spit it out. And we're, we're going to do it all live action with some shitty CG and Stitch is going to look like ass, but people will still buy movie tickets because we're Disney. And that's really what it comes down to is like, we're, people are still going to buy movie tickets because we're Disney and, and, and we're going to sell, we're going to sell a shit ton of tickets because we don't have to convince them to see this. They already see it and they already love it. Yep. Yep. So we don't have to advertise for it. This isn't a hard sell. We know that people liked Lilo and Stitch, so they're going to see the live-action version. And what's really horrible about that is that you you took the time to go out there and hire talent mm-hmm. and say, okay, so we're going to get these really talented people to, to work on this project that requires no use of your talent at all because everything's already been done. Yep, yep. So, Yeah. Um, like so, why be if? Because basically, like anybody could do this. If I have just like the, the the smallest inkling of skill in X program, you know, like software, then I can do what you're asking me to do. Because you mm-hmm. know, all, all I gotta do, I don't even have to even know how to write a story. All I have to do is be able to transfer this to that and yep. use spell check and occasionally change a word around too, or have you know have somebody you know be like ah. Oh, that, that particular word's not really PC anymore, so let's change that, you know, or something, or whatever it is. Like, no, now, don't forget to, uh, we want to make sure that we incorporate X type of person in that. Why? Because they, that wasn't even an issue in the first one. Like, yep, what, you just yep. want to shoehorn somebody else? Yes. Well, that's that's the thing. People aren't going to be looking at this and going, what guarantee do we have that this is going to be a quality project? What guarantee do we have that the the heart and soul that made us love the original movie is going to be in this remake? Nobody's going to look at that. People are going to look at it and go, uh, you better be hiring real Hawaiians, mister. Yeah, right. I'm going to boycott. It's like, I, why, why is that the forefront thing that you're worried about? You know what that makes me think of? Is when they did the, um, when they did that god-awful um, uh, 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 Lone, Lone Ranger movie. God awful Lone Ranger movie. I don't think I saw it. The live action Lone Ranger movie uh. with Johnny Depp as Tonto? Oh, hell no. I didn't see that. Dude, you don't know about that? <laughs> no. Holy this shit. sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, this could be a podcast unto itself. Disney made a live action uh, Lone Ranger movie with Johnny Depp as Tonto. <laughs> and when people were like, why did you get an Indian guy to play Tonto? Instead of saying, well, because you guys don't want to see a real Indian person because you don't know them and you don't really give a shit about if it's a real Indian person. Because mm-hmm. plus, we only have like five actual real Indian actors in Hollywood because <laughs> you guys don't give a shit about whether it's a real Indian person. Um, but you do give a shit about Johnny Depp, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, he's not a real pirate either, right? Um, <laughs> didn't have scissor hands, you know? <laughs> He, he is a crybaby, though. I will say that. Um, but yeah, I, tell you, I, I would be, too, if I had to live with Amber Heard. I was going to say, but, you know, I'm not a crier at all. I, I can't stand That's not me. But yeah, I tell you what, you, you shit in my bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might cry because I was like, but like, oh, Wayne Brady, just just talk me down, man. Just talk me down. He's like, he's like that's not what I do. <laughs> no, seriously, just talk me down. <laughs> if, if anybody called me and was like, oh, hey, my significant other just shit in my bed to prove a point and be like, and punch that bitch. 
Knock her the fuck out. <laughs> he's like, oh, let me talk, let me talk to you. Yo, bitch, you shit in bed? No, I didn't shit in his, I did not shit in his bed. No, that's not my shit. Uh, oh, oh wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I found it. Right, wait, wait, what do you mean it's not your shit? No, I had somebody else in my face take a shit and then I put it in the bed, right? <laughs> it's like, all right, no, they put, put it back on. Yo, knock her ass out. <laughs> like, no, I, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say that. I'd just be like, um, hey, you there? You there, Johnny? All right, um, just listen to this. Uh, don't call to come back. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got the message, right? Are we good? We good? Yeah, right on. <laughs> Uh, like, no, I mean, if you don't shove her nose in it and and slap her around a little bit and put her outside for the night, she's just going to develop a habit here. Bad supermodel. Bad, bad supermodel. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they, so they, they, they did that. And their thing was, well, Johnny is like, uh, like one eighth, like Native American. <laughs> that, that was, I don't remember the exact percentage, but yes, they tried to say, that instead of instead of just being honest because people don't want to hear honesty, you know, instead of being honest and saying be like, yeah, because you guys you're gonna be all outraged and stuff. But if we don't cast a big name in this movie, we got um uh, Army Hammer, right? Which, well, in retrospect, whoops, big yeah. mistake. <laughs> he because he was like he was like, wait a minute, how come I can't play the Indian? And it's like you know we play at a cannibalism scene. You guys seen Bone uh, like Tom? Uh, was it Bone Tomahawk? Right? It was like yeah. it was like have you guys seen that? I mean that is kind of awesome, right? I mean but, you know but you know I'm kind of method, right? I'm not sure if you guys know that. I'm kind of method. Um, you know, for my name Army Hammer, I once ate a whole box of baking soda. Five minutes, bam. <laughs> That's who I am. So. I will be Tonto. We'll add in the cannibalism scene, right? And then, um, and then Johnny Depp can be Lone Ranger. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Hammer. Um, uh, uh, that's not really hitting in New York, Hammer. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, that, that was their that was their excuse instead of just being honest. Like you guys don't give a shit if we don't put Johnny Depp in this movie. Like half the people won't go see it, yeah. um, and that's really what it boiled down to. But yes, Lone Ranger movie with Johnny Depp playing Tonto, and I, I people hope, were pissed as shit. I hope they fight uh, Genghis Khan. Uh, unfortunately, they they did as, as played by John Wayne. <laughs> John Wayne. <laughs> That was Genghis Khan that he played, right? Yeah, it okay. was Genghis Khan. For a minute there, I thought it was Attila the Hun, but yeah. No, it was Genghis Khan. <laughs> We're gonna burn the entire village, Pilgrim. <laughs> Him say it burned the entire village. What? <laughs> 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 uh, okay, and for the, I would hope that if you guys listen to the podcast, you know this story. But if you if you don't know this story, like. Um, Army Hammer is fucking nuts, and he's talked about how he wants to eat people. Um, and wants to eat human flesh. Kind of uh, some of his exes, he like cut them and burned them. And I think what a, a report I read recently was that one of his his girlfriends at the time had got cut herself. And he was like licking and sucking on her like her finger or open wound or whatever. And it's like. He is nuts. Um, by the way, he's super loaded. So he has been dropped from all projects. His management dropped him. He is no longer an actor in Hollywood at all. If they could kick him out of Hollywood, they they probably would, would do that. Uh, not that it matters, though, because, again, the guy is super, super loaded. Um, 
And, uh, which really pisses me off because that means there's not going to be a sequel to The Man From U.N.C.L.E. And The Man From U.N.C.L.E. was so good. It was slept on by everybody, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but yeah, he is, he is knucking futz. If you just Google Army Hammer, A-R-M-I-E, Hammer, um, and just <laughs> read some of the shit about him, you'll be like, this cannot be real. I was, I would dare to say that he is like our real life, uh, uh, Patrick Bates. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> um, and of course, and the, and the thing is, he thinks like that. He says those things. And that's kind of what he said that he really wants to do. The guy's got enough money. There's pretty much nothing to stop him from doing it. Yeah. Because yep. he can buy his way out of out of prison. So. Oh, yeah. Lilo and Stitch live action film is still sourced as being uh, up and coming. Uh, but so, so getting back to all this, right? The idea, and there's Peace Dragon right there. Um, like they're doing this because it's it's so easy for them. We can make money off of this because we know that people are going to go see it, and it doesn't really cost us anything. And, and, and the mindset behind this is what really kills me. Is like it doesn't really cost us anything to make this movie because we're going to put it out there. We already have the story written, so you, we're not reinventing the wheel. We'll add in some mm-hmm. different elements or whatever, and you know try to you know try to appease the uh, the minorities. Um, and then we'll put it out there and then we'll, of course it's like, but you, it's like, you've seen it, but you haven't seen it like this. Right. Um, and then we don't have to sell it. We don't have to sell it. But the thing is, you're still putting $200 million into the movie, right? Mm-hmm. You still have to do some kind of promotion. And so it's still costing you almost the same as if you just done a brand new movie. Well, it's because they know it's guaranteed profit. It's like, we know from history how much Lilo and Stitch made. So if we just put a fresh coat of paint on it, shit, they've got Chris Sanders reprising the role of Stitch in this. That's the only confirmed cast member right now. And then here's the thing: like, who are you, who are you going to get to play? I mean, you have to get a damn good like Lilu. You have to get a damn good Lilu. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'd have to not not just look the part, but she has to really embody that character, but also look the part. Well, Lilu's got a very nice. She's got a very pleasant. Like, uh, character design. Yeah, yeah, very appealing, very, very rounded off. But, I mean, they're going to completely neuter the character. I guarantee, I guarantee they're not going to have, like, the weird stuff like Pudge controls the weather or my friends need to be punished. Mm -hmm. Guarantee, I put money that they won't have that kind of stuff on there. Um, I love that. She's like, you know... But all we had was tuna fish. And it's like, and, and now he's looking at Pudge tuna, that would be an abomination! <laughs> Oh man, that's that's so good. Oh, so yeah, so I guarantee they won't have that. There's yeah. not going to be that level of personality with the character, and I will say that I would be very, 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 very surprised if there's even any Elvis references in it. Oh God, trying to get that the money for that? I just I don't think they'd do it. I do not think they would do uh, uh, the Elvis references. I, I I'm inclined to agree with you, and the thing is. That's a big part of of Stitch's character. Oh yeah, um, you know, because uh, when she, when she tells him about Elvis, he adopts that, and then that's part of the thing that makes him want to be good is yeah. he, he wants to be like Elvis because Elvis was a model citizen. Hmm. Um. So, and Lilo says, "If I had to fuck anyone, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I had to, I had to. My, my life would depend on it." <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and you know, you know what happened is when they show when they do the outer space scene, they show the Galactic Federation of people, and they're talking about six one six and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it's gonna be a fucking ET there. Probably. Yeah. Well, ET was universal, wasn't he? Or... No, because he's in Star Wars. He's in the the. Republic oh scene. yeah, that's he's right. The Spielberg they, deal. They own it now. Shit. <laughs> yeah, there will probably be an ET. Um. Uh. But I mean, the thing is, like. We 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 want new stuff. I mean, yes, in in some ways, I would like like yeah, you know, that might be kind of cool. But then that wears off very quickly. That might be kind of cool wears off very quickly I, when when I look at him like, but you know what? It's not necessary. Yeah, if yeah. you don't bring anything, doing that doesn't bring anything new to it. See, I like to me if it was just an art thing. If you just showed me some art pieces with these characters in live action, mm-hmm. I would go, oh yeah, that's cool. Wouldn't have a beef with it. Right. But the fact that it's like, you could be releasing any other movie on the planet, and instead you're doing what is guaranteed to be a shitty, shitty, quote-unquote, live-action remake of this. It's just, it's just disheartening. It's just super, super disheartening. Right. And, and the thing is that you're seeing more and more of these things like that, where it's like, we'd rather do this then actually go out there and do something something original. Yeah. And, yeah. and you've gone out of your way to hire creative people mm-hmm. to to watch them sit on their creativity yep yeah i don't i don't get it man um it's, it's like all you got to do is just believe in what you're doing as a company you, you've just you've got to believe in what you can bring to the table because you've got the history of it you know that it's like we we did it once we can do it again yeah. we came up with an emperor's new groove we we came up with a treasure planet. We can do it again. We have this kind of creativity, but instead, it's like, well, no, I don't think anything new is really going to succeed. So, I mean, the movie you're trying to bastardize came from a a, and a new idea. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, you can't tell me that it doesn't work while you're trying to bastardize the thing that worked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like, no, I, I don't. Mean, they're creating some new stuff. Like you said, Raya the, and the Last Dragon was really good, right? Yeah, Raya and the Last Dragon, actually, I really enjoyed it. But, it. but apparently it did poorly. But they're also, they're not pushing that. They're not advertising that anymore. Well, okay, so because they don't believe in it. It did poorly because they, they had limited box. Well, it was it was um, put in theaters, you know, during a time when, you know, people weren't really going to theaters. And then in order to watch it streaming... And uh, you had to pay for the subscription service. You had to pay like 30 bucks, but then I don't own it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just paying to watch it early. And you're like, well, if you saw it in the theater, you didn't own it either. That's, that's true. But you're charging me more to watch it at home than I would be in to watch it in a theater because presumably I'm watching it with my family. Right. And, right. and it's, and of course for them, it's all about those. It's all about the opening weekend dollars. It doesn't matter how much the money the movie makes. If it doesn't make what we think it should in the opening weekend, it movie sucks. It's horrible. Let's go ahead and burn it. Um, it's so stupid. Yeah, it is because because then they stop, they stopped doing any advertising for it, so people forget it was even out there. Maybe I had shit to do that weekend. You know, maybe my grandmother died. And I had to go to a fucking funeral that weekend, and so I wasn't thinking about your goddamn movie. So then, when I do feel like relaxing for a minute, and be like, okay, let me decompress. Let me try to find some joy in this life again, so I can move forward. The movie that was going to do that is no longer there because it didn't make money the weekend that I was at my grandmother's funeral. So you thought, it, oh, it sucked. And then it didn't make as much money as you wanted to. It was profitable, but it didn't make as much as we wanted to. Yeah. So we decided to throw it in the trash. And what's such bullshit about that is that you're the ones who hamstringed it. 
Exactly. You're the ones who decided we're going to make this so much more difficult to obtain. You know that, that people, especially when it comes to entertainment, people are lazy. They want what's easily accessible. Uh, yeah, that's why fast food is such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, you you know this. You know that people don't want to put out effort. And, like, when you've got a lab rat looking for cheese, if it knows that it's going to hit a lever and get a little food pellet every single time, then it's going to keep going back to that lever. It's not going to keep trying other levers when it knows that it's getting consistent results. Right. So when you have trained and conditioned people to, I want to put as little effort as possible into my movie watching... And then you intentionally circumvent that and it's like, yeah, but you got to pay for our subscription service and you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to actually look for it. Well, then of course it's going to fail. You set it up to fail. Yeah, exactly. And then you say, and, and then you say, well, we are, they, you got no subscription, which I'm paying for monthly. Then you raise the price on me, like for this year, which you're going to do every fucking year. I know you are. Um, and you're, and you're saying, okay, we're going to put these movies out there, but you got to pay extra. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch these first run movies, which we're going to release like three months later for you to watch for free on the same streaming service, but we want you to pay extra, which you won't own it. But the what I'm paying for to watch it today, if I wait three months, I can pay that same amount and own it. Probably less because you're gonna sell it. you're putting it to here for like $29.99. When it comes out in like freaking Best Buy, it's gonna be like $24.99. Yep. And yep. I'll buy it there. And then you know what? I'll have everybody in the fucking neighborhood over to my house and <laughs> watch it, you know? And make sure you don't get a good goddamn dime from it. I mean, and you're just going to keep on censoring and editing your past. Just changing whatever's convenient for you. It's just so... It's so annoying. And that's why I said at the beginning of this podcast, I hate what Disney is becoming. Yeah. I just... It, it, is, it is so, so heartbreaking to see this company that, like... That, that shaped my childhood. Yeah. That, like... I mean, they they... They affected a lot of my creativity. I mean, like, my comics are the way they are in a lot of ways because of Disney. And it's so disheartening to see this shit going on. You know, with Disney... I I don't see them neutering and and hamstringing Cruella. They're only doing it to Ryan the Last Dragon. Yeah, and uh, and, and Ryan was good. Um, I I thought the animation was nice. Um, I, I thought the story was pretty good. It, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh, but the the thing with all this is, I have Disney Plus, and uh, I got Disney Plus because I wanted to watch my Marvel stuff. I that straight up, I wanted to watch my Marvel stuff. I wanted to go mm-hmm. watch a new Marvel shows, which are being done very well. But you know, you're talking about different divisions of the studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh. I want to watch my Marvel stuff, and then there's a couple of movies they put out here that I want to watch, and you know that that's cool in the gang. Uh, but I watch more, and I said this before, I watch more um, HBO Max than I do Disney Plus because when I go out here, Disney Plus is so, and there's nothing wrong with it being like family friendly, but it's so family friendly that I can hardly ever find anything I really want to watch that I haven't seen twenty times before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so. I go out here and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch any of this stuff. Like, none of this is appealing to me. Uh, and and I'm like, okay, like, no, 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 no. And it's like, when I know they probably say, well, we're not really, you know, we're, this isn't really like catered toward for you. But yeah, it is. Because like a lot of the stuff here, you have, you have tons of movies you could put out here, but you wanted to make this thing your platform for 
you know, your G-rated stuff. Like things I understand, like, there's nothing in here that's over a PG-13. Yeah, yeah. And and I, that's, I'm fine with that. But there are a lot of movies you have that are PG-13 that could be put on here, but it's not because it doesn't fit into that wholesome image you're trying to do. And then the movies you do put on here, if there's even the slightest thing that's a problem, you take it out. But you forget that the people that are going to want to watch this, especially your older stuff, they already know it's there. Mm-hmm. And who gives a shit about somebody screaming about something? I don't care because most of them people who scream about shit don't even watch your stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. They just want something to scream at. It's, it's, it's like the it's like the the it's like that that guy in the neighborhood that sits out there in his front lawn with the uh, with the radar detector that <laughs> that clocks every car that, to see how many you know to 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 send the police like yeah this car like was going like two miles over the you know the speed limit yep like yeah. but and he doesn't drive. Yep. And he doesn't leave the house. So he has really no interest, no vested interest in what goes on the road there. And you're like, well, there's kids in the neighborhood. Why are they his kids? I mean, no, not that I want kids to get run over, but they, but you don't have, you really aren't invested in this at all because you don't have, you. it doesn't connect to you at all. Yeah, but you want to yeah. bitch about it. So just because somebody bitches about something doesn't mean that they actually care about it. They just want something to bitch about. Yeah. And if I've already made something that's been out there for, if I've made something that's been out there for 10 years, right? And now somebody wants to come and say something about it. But like, you had 10 years to say something about it. You want to say mm-hmm. something about it now? You can say it to the back. You can say it to my ass because I'm not listening. <laughs> you know? It, it kind of goes back to the whole uh, um, uh, Tim Gunn thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, I said something a long time ago. And then a couple years ago, after, you know, after that, I apologized for it. It's been out there. I've never hidden it. And now someone brings it to the attention, attention you already knew about, and now you want to make a big deal about it. Yo, you gotta let that shit go. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's not. It's not like. It's not like I would like like Charles Manson be like, dude, I killed those people like forty years ago. I mean, <laughs> you. Sh-. It's like, sh- man, you kind of hold on to like old shit, man. I'm like yeah, that's a little bit different. But but you know, if I said like fuck you Yankee Blue Jeans, you're like, oh well, you can't say that. Yeah, I said that when I was like 20 years old. You know, I'm 22 now. I'm a completely different person. You know? But, but it's like, and that's the thing. Like, don't stop trying to sanitize it all. You can yeah, never make yeah. it clean enough. What are you going to do? What if someone says, you know, I don't like them goddamn foreigners. I see a lot of these movies that have foreign names in there and everything. I, if, I ain't going to watch your movies. You're going to be using them foreigners. So what are you going to do? You're going to go out there and change like, you know, Nahaspima Petalon to... To Tom George, you know, like just to make them happy, because I mean, if if you're gonna if you're gonna do one thing, where, where's the line drawn? Yeah, and, I mean, that's been the philosophy of our entire podcast. That's one reason why we're as offensive as we are. Is yeah. either some of it's okay or none of it's okay, right? And you know, it's like when you when you were like when I was like, dude, I kind of feel you. You cross line there. I was like, you know, not, I didn't ask you to apologize, but like, you know, maybe you might want to maybe retract and say you're like, no, fuck it, I'm not gonna apologize. <laughs> And I, and I, I do. I mean, this was serious. I was, I was like, I'm like, dude. I mean, I, I'm not trying to look, man. I'm trying to go down for your shit, man. You can say, you can say all the outlandish stuff you want, man. Just, but don't bring me down. I'm a part of this podcast too. And you're like, no. It was like when you start apologizing for something, then then people expect you to apologize for everything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm not gonna do it. And I was like, you know, it's like you're you're right. You are you're a hundred percent right. Once you start apologizing for something, if you apologize for one thing, people are gonna expect you to apologize for everything that they don't like. Yep. And if you don't, then it's gonna be like, well, if you apologize for this, why won't you do it for that? And and yeah, and then you, like, you've got to kind of make some kind of moral stance, or like, well, because I don't. But like, yeah, like no, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for it. You know, 
I, I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, the minute you set that precedent, it just becomes extremely dangerous. And and Disney has set that precedent. Yeah. Because now people know, oh, if if we cry wolf over something that we don't like, then we know you're going to cow. We know that you're going to cave. So now you got Disney sucking China's dick. Like, oh, concentration camps? What? Well, yeah, well, uh, uh, good. That way they don't have to take all that Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right? Like, yeah, no. And, 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 and they're, they're, they're internment camps because concentration camp sounds bad, but even no, the same thing. But no, no, not internment camps. That means it seems like we're holding them. They're re education camps. We're making them better people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. in, in the same way that a lobotomy makes somebody a better person. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, that's how that helps people calm down. Yeah. So. <laughs> Look at him. He's not fighting anymore. It's like... I mean, all it took was a spike through the brain, but he just calmed right down. <laughs> I was like, well, that drool, I mean, that's, that, that just means he likes it. He was like, mmm, salivating, huh? Time for lunch? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so... And, and I'm not saying that Disney should just, like, become the next South Park or whatever. I mean, it's, I... I I'm just, I'm just saying, like you've, you've set this precedent that, like, oh, you know, we people know that they can bitch at us, and we're gonna cow. And I'm not saying that you should like just start selling like Song of the South T-shirts down at Disneyland either. But at the same time, you can't just pretend like your past didn't happen. Right. It, it made so much more sense to do what the Looney Tunes collections did, or the Tom and Jerry collections did back in the day, to say, as opposed to now. Yes, we acknowledge that. This character or this thing isn't exactly kosher, but... Oh, no. Well, you know Disney ever can use the word kosher. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even use that kind of salt. It's like we acknowledge that this isn't okay, but this is a part of history. You've, you've got to realize the attitudes of the culture back then. Right. That makes so much more sense than to be like... What? Mammy from Tom and Jerry was never a racist caricature. How dare you? It, it, if not, I were wearing a pearl necklace, I would be clutching it. We, we would never de- depict somebody in a negative light like that. And it's okay for me to say, uh, to say, uh, uh, pro- for me to be wearing a pearl necklace because don't judge me for who I am. I'm just being myself. <laughs> but no, but you're right. And the thing is, in the Tom and Jerry collection, they actually went back and replaced Mammy with a white woman. Yeah, which, holy shit. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, wow. We don't want to be uh, racist, so we're going to whitewash all the black people out of this. <laughs> so you're trying to tell Tom and Jerry deep inside, we all want to be white. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, I, the, the the one collection I bought of Tom and Jerry, because I love Tom and Jerry, it didn't have, like, some of the two of the episodes that I really, really, um, mm-hmm. that I really, really wanted. And, um, and I, I ended up just finding it just randomly... At a used bookstore of all places, they had um, they had uh, this this other collection that had that uh, those two episodes that I was looking for, and they've got the unedited versions. Nice. And it, it, it's like you, I, everybody, everybody has a part of their past that that they want to that they want to forget about mm-hmm. that they want to pretend didn't exist. Um, my dating life. Yeah. So my lack of dating life. Uh, <laughs> but but the thing is, you you can't because it's it's like you and I. We talked about in one of our, our um, time traveling podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, what would you do? What would what would you change if you could go back? It's like there's a lot of things I'd like to change. But the thing is, there's a lot of there's a lot of things in my life right now that I wish were different. 
and a lot of things that um, that you know could be better if I'd done X instead of like Y. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good things in my life right now that I would lose if yep. I went back and yep. changed that. Who you are as a company even is the same way. You learn from the things that you did. So you can't hide from them because when you pretend like they didn't exist, you forget the lesson that you learned and then you're back to making that same lesson again. And what are you going to do? You're going to then take that and just shove that in the, in the, not the closet, but the room with the tiny bed in it, right? <laughs> is that what you're going to do? Because then you're never learning your lesson at all. Mm-hmm. And you're just going around just constantly repeating the same bullshit because you don't want to sit there and like and look in the mirror and be like, I did this. I fucked up. It's it's really sad that Suicide Squad is smarter than Disney, basically. Yeah. Because Del Diablo says, I can't change my past and I can't hide from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what breaks them out of Enchantress's spell, is realizing, yeah, I did some fucked up stuff. Right. But I'm using that to become a better person. Hmm. That's what Disney needs to be doing here. Yeah. And it's funny that you take what people see as being a horrible movie... And, and and use that as a solid argument against this. <laughs> better, better than what Disney's doing. So. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's great because, you know, another point in the same thing is like the same character, El Diablo, when, um, when he's talking to Harley Quinn, he tells her what he did. Mm-hmm. And she's like, own that shit. Yeah. She's like, own that. You, you're, sitting here, you're saying that you did this, but you're like, well, I did it. It's, it's not my fault. It's the fault of the power. It's like, no. You did that. The powers had nothing to do with it. Don't mm-hmm. say that you were cursed by like you know this is like the powers of the devil or the demon. No, it's what you did with it. I can have all the knives in the world, right, and never stab somebody. But the first time I do, though, it's not because of the knife. It's because of me. Right. Right. So, so if if you, it's not you know you may have made these mistakes in the past, but if you make a mistake, the same mistake again in the future, that's because of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the thing is. You know what? You 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 made Song of the South. You sold it for a long time. You showed it all the time. Put it back out there. If so, if some racist people are going to buy it, okay. But you know what? Guess what? A lot of racist people buy your shit now, right? You just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know they're racist. They they don't check that box at Walmart when they're saying, "And why are you buying this this you know, copy of, right. <laughs> of Sleeping Beauty?" And it's like. I like it, and say, and I'm a racist. Yeah, you know I mean? they, no, <laughs> they, they, you don't know. So, and, it, and the thing is, don't don't flatter yourself because there's no point where your actions have ever stopped racism. Exactly. Like, there, there's never any movie out there that Disney's done where somebody's gonna be like, "Huh, you know, black people really gave me the heebie-jeebies," but thanks to Peter Pan, right? <laughs> I've decided to refocus my my problems towards the Native American people. <laughs> I just realized that uh, that black people are just uh, our shadows that become detached from us. <laughs> so I'm no longer afraid of them. <laughs> I mean, and like sometimes it, when I'm walking down the street and I look back at me and I'm like, "Hello, Negro! <laughs> <laughs> I love you because you're a part of me." <laughs> just fist bump my shadow, you know, my brother. You know, and you know, one day I I was I was at a restaurant and. Uh, and uh, a shadow walked by, and uh, and uh, and I told him, I said, you know, hey, uh, you know, you and I are, you and I are, are the same, uh, you know, and, and I hope one day you find your white guy. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he did punch me, but I knew it was just because he was just as lost without his white guy as I was without my Negro. Uh, in closing, Disney, thank you very much. 
Sign Tim, Federal <laughs> Correction of, <laughs> of Mentally Unstable People. Yeah, I mean, just like pretending to be the sainted thing where it's like, oh, we've never done anything off color. We're definitely not problematic people. That That's not making the world a better place. No, not at all. If you want to make the world a better place, then stop making shit, stop settling for good enough, and just produce good content that's going to challenge people. Right. And don't be afraid to go dark. Yeah. Again, you, you, we're not saying make the purge, right? But don't be afraid... The dark, the purge is just fucking retarded. Right. But... <laughs> Yeah, do be afraid to doing that, right? Never go full retard, Disney. I'm serious. Just never go full retard. <laughs> uh, so you, have, you haven't seen Tropic Thunder yet. so No, but I know the reference. Okay. I, I know full retard. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that Comey knows. It's going full retard. But... <laughs> But let I me mean, don't be don't be afraid to tap into the real emotions that are that are within people and make that solid connection. You that does not stop you from being a family film. It's yeah, a yeah. family production. In some cases, it makes you more of a family because there's nothing there's nothing more family than being able to, to recognize somebody's pain and say, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. To to be afraid together at times. Yes. C.S. Lewis said that like. He thinks that it's really good for children's stories to be dark because that teaches children that evil can be vanquished. Mm. It's like, so yes, tell a story. Have the most terrifying dragons and witches and demons and devils that you possibly can. Tons of ex-wives. <laughs> Tons of current wives. There we go. And then at the end of the story, have the villains soundly killed because that teaches kids dragons can be slain. Now kids don't have to be afraid of dragons because they know this is a real thing, this is a real danger, but it can be stopped. Right. And now kids know that you can fight evil. That's great. That is making the world a better place. Mm -hmm. That's using your creativity to enrich people's lives and make people better. And so, yeah, you don't have to you don't have to neuter stuff. Go dark because then people can realize that darkness is something you can fight. That's what Disney needs to be doing. That's what Disney was doing once upon a time. Right. And they stopped believing in themselves. And, you know, it's it's like I, I've said recently with a bunch of stuff that's been going on kind of in and around my life, which is, you know, I, I can't care for you. I can't. It's your issue. You have to care. I can support you and and I can... I can support you in your caring and I can help you any way I can, but I can't care for you because it's your life and ultimately that decision affects you only. It doesn't affect me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm the only one caring, we're not moving forward. Right, right. Because you're the one. You've got to drive the drive the It's like it's like a car that's out of gas, right? I can push it, but you've got to steer it. Yep. You know, you can't push and steer. So I can support you, but I can't steer and push while you sit in the back seat. Yep, yep. And there's it, 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 this thing, like, you you have to you have to care. Yep. And and if you care, we'll support you. We can tell when you're not, when you don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. If there's one thing that we have talked about numerous times, it's giving a damn. Mm -hmm. We know when you don't give a damn. And at the end of the day, like, we've, we've been kind of approaching this of, like, you know, that, you know, this is something we're really invested in. But at the end of the day, we're consumers here. Right. And if your product doesn't meet to the standards that we've come to anticipate, then we'll take our business elsewhere because we can be entertained by the silliest of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're just entertained by each other for so, no good reason. <laughs> so we will we will not think twice about taking our business elsewhere. It's just going to be, hey, remember when Disney was good? <laughs> uh, yeah, and... and 
and I'm not going to pay you an exorbitant amount of money for me to entertain myself. Yeah. That's, uh, that's can, not going to happen. I can play with myself without Disney. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, who do you think you are, Pornhub? I don't think so. <laughs> and how. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, and again, it's, uh, we've done like a, a plea like this before. It's just like, we like what you do, what you can do. Just stop looking at, and I'm not saying don't look at the bottom line, but stop looking at the profit. Stop looking at all the money and look at making a good product. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it, it, I, it, and, and they're more than capable of it. And we want to see, and, it's, and, we're, and we're saying this because you guys made these movies we like mm-hmm. and you're capable of making more. We want to see more. We want to see that. I'd, I'd, I'd love to see something else along the lines of Lilo and Stitch. You oh, know? absolutely. Um, and again, I, I, as long as it has the same spirit and the same heart. Right. I mean, I, I believe that it was like a season one or season two episode for us. But we've said before, it's like if you have the choice between doing something shitty that's successful and makes you a lot of money versus doing something really good that's successful and makes you a lot of money. Why in God's name would you ever choose the option of doing something shitty? Right. If you're going to get the same results of success and money out of both of them, why would you not do something that you can take pride in and say, yeah, we knocked it out of the park with that? Exactly. You know, and it's... And and you you want something that you can stand behind and be Mm -hmm. like, we made this and we're damn proud of it. You know, it's like, we, like... why, Why put something out there and just be like... Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we did that. It's like you, you should never, there should never be any point where something that you that you something that you did uh, intentionally and with the best, uh, like, with the best of intentions, like you know, I wanted to make a, something great that when you, that you should come back at it and and be like, like this is the worst thing ever. You may be disappointed, and it may not be your best work, but remember, you put everything you had into it. Yeah, and and that shows. You gave a damn. That's the important thing. <laughs> right. And I mean, and it happens with us. Mm-hmm. Like work that we did that we we put a lot into and we look back at it. I'm like, oh, I don't like that at all. I've grown so much since then. Mm-hmm. And I don't like this. And it's it's, embarrass- it's embarrassing to me. But some people look at it and they may be like, yeah, um, it's not it's not really that good. Or, you know, <laughs> it could be better. But I, but they can tell that there's heart in it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you sometimes that. Just the fact that it's got heart um, carries it carries it through. I yeah, mean, yeah, like, absolutely. I'll give you an example. Um, I don't think you've seen it, but the movie Cop Out, the Kevin Smith movie that uh, with Bruce Willis. Yeah, I haven't seen it. The movie's horrible. The movie's absolutely horrible. It's got a couple good jokes in it. By the way, we're three and a half hours in. Yeah, no, we wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, we so, got to uh, land this plane. I don't think we can do a four parter here. No, no, no. I don't want to do a four parter. <laughs> but um, but the, the movie sucks. It, it's it's bad. It's got a couple good jokes in it, but it's bad. And I, I think that he had a, he had a really, uh, he was really trying to make a good movie. I mean, I don't think Kevin Smith ever goes into a thing. He was like, I'm just going to put a movie out there. And I don't really care what it does. I mean, because he's not like the other filmmakers where they're, they're constantly getting scripts thrown at him and everything. When he has a project, I, I, I'm not saying he doesn't have scripts thrown at him, but I don't think it's like an everyday thing. Like he's, he's not like freaking, um, uh, I uh, say like Ridley Scott, where he's got like a stack of scripts that people all want him to take a look at. Right. Um, right. and, uh, and the also thing is that he he'd rather make his own stuff if he can. So when he does something, he puts his all into it. So I think he put his all into that, but 
at the same time, somewhere along the way, you could tell that he lost heart in it. And, and it comes through because even the stuff that is funny, it, it's not enough to carry the film. Right, right. As where I can look at something like, um, shit, what is that movie that I, I, I always say I don't like? Uh, oh, so, so I married an axe murderer. Yeah, yeah. Not a good movie. It's not. <laughs> but it's got these, it's got these, these funny bits and everything. And you can tell when you're looking at it that, that the the people at least it, to me it comes across that they're having fun with their characters they they're enjoying this and that char- that comes through to me in a big way so that even though the overall movie isn't that great the the funny bits carry it along yeah yeah and I can say at the end like kind of like haunted I, honeymoon oh, I haven't seen that in a long time that's a good one but but I can say I can say at the end of the day like yeah it's not a great movie I do enjoy it because I can see. I can see the the heart in it. I can see right, right. the enjoyment in it that that seems to come through from from the people. And I don't see it in a lot of this stuff. All I see is every time I look at it, all I see is a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's all I can see is just the executives making a decision like we're going to make this. You know, this is a cash cow. We're not really invested in it at all. And and then when it comes down to like the acting, it's like you they throw a bunch of big names out there as if that's going to be the selling point. Mm-hmm. And it's like big names don't make it a selling point. Yeah, it, it doesn't. So like. Will Smith is brilliant. I, I think Will Smith's a brilliant, brilliant actor. I w- see, seeing him as the genie is one of the most soulless, shittiest things I can imagine. Oh yeah, it it's, it 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 almost it, it almost tanks everything he's ever done. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I lost, I literally lost respect for Will Smith seeing him as the genie. And I know that that uh, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, a lot of people don't like a lot of people, but there's a lot of people out there that don't care for Will Smith at all. They don't like him. And if we say something like, hey, you know, the guy's a talented figure and everything, you're like, eh, look, let's not forget, Will Smith was uh, accepted into MIT. I mean, so he's not stupid. Yeah, he may yeah. have gone bankrupt at one point, but he was also really, really young. But he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently it stopped there with him, but that's fine because we've got him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's a smart guy, and I think hey, part Jay, of that. Jaden's d- a deep mind, man. Yeah, shoo, to you, Tom. Have you read his Twitter? Oh, just, just like that mirror thing is, is fucking me up. I still don't even. <laughs> I don't even look directly into a mirror. <laughs> I actually, I actually look in a mirror that is across from another mirror. So I'm not looking in the mirror. I'm, at, I'm actually looking in the mirror behind me. You know, because I, because I'm like, that's the only way I feel that I can truly see the real image. Because okay. you're not going to tell me the truth, but you're going to reflect their lie. Got to be careful with that, because if you line up the mirrors perfectly, then it just creates a portal into nothingness. Why you got to bring that up, dude? <laughs> just, just trying to watch out for your best interest, my dude. Oh no, because now, now you bring, now, now you, you bring up the, the whole, you know, that, uh, 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 shit. Um, oh, damn it. Um. Crap. And now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, bottomless mirror? Yeah, bottomless mirror. You bring up the whole bottomless <laughs> mirror thing. And I'm just I'm and, and it just makes me think of like, you know, like we still don't we haven't learned anything new about that. Yeah, it's, it's just no information. It's driving me crazy. You know, and you know what really I'm actually pisses me off. I mean, I'm upset. I'm upset, but I'm not pissed off. But you know what really kind of up that really I guess makes me makes me more upset is that I I I, I say I know, and I feel this. I really feel this. That if if I if we met Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. and we were like, "Hey, um, the, I'm a fan. You're a super fan. Oh yeah, love your work. We think you're amazing. Um, you know, even though like you do this stuff, it's like we we want to just talk to you. We do an interview, great. But just talk to you, and if it has to be completely like 
off the record, like we'll never speak of this again to anybody, dude, I will like, you know, I will like, you know, give give do like a blood pack and be like, okay, I won't say, you know, but just talk about, you know, him, his career, oh, yeah. ups, downs, you know, his comic book collection, all that kind of stuff. Do all that stuff. And then, and, but then say like, please, I want to know about Bottomless Mirror. Yep, yep. I, I really feel that he would that he would tell us. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, when are we ever going to have a chance to meet him? I don't know. I don't even know where he makes appearances anymore. I mean, so like, I mean, I, I just feel that if we ever met him, that we would just be able to, we would just be able to say, hey, big fans and everything. And, you mm-hmm. know, we would like to talk about all this stuff, but we really want to know about Bottomless Mirror. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I honestly think he would, he would share it with us. I think so. I, I think he's pretty open about uh, about his previous projects. And it, but, it's, but it's just finding him. Like, we can't find any information anywhere else. And, and everything we've had, we have found. I'm not going to say that it's not suspect, but it's like, it's not the definitive story. Like, yeah, I haven't been able to find anyone that, or anything that, that that's superficial. It's, it's always like, uh, a part of an article here about this thing where like he's making this movie mm-hmm. and then a story that was told to somebody else about this that was involved in a project but they're not and the thing is it's not like it's not like the um, like people are, are like the, some of the stories we have are, are just rumors and hearsay but they're uh, it's like the person that worked in the production team but they're not one of the big names yeah. so yeah. it's and since the movie was never officially made then there's no confirmation that they worked in the production team at all. So it's like, yeah, they say they did, and they tell me all this stuff and everything, yeah, but, yeah. but, um, but I don't, I can't say definitively that, yep, this person worked on that, and blah blah blah. So, but, uh, but I mean, they just the story of Bottomless Mirror just it sounds so amazing. It does, and and I. Okay, so I, I've never shared this with you at all. Um, so this is the first time. I know people are like, yeah, yeah, we, we know the story. It's kind of like when you go to a concert and people are like, we normally don't do this. No. Um, <laughs> they're like, bullshit, I saw you last night. I, I think the only person that people, the one person that doesn't probably do that um, is Dave Matthews. <laughs> because it was, like, it was like Dave Matthews, Fish, and the Grateful Dead. Right. Because they had people that followed them every day. So they, they couldn't they couldn't get away with it. Like, we know we don't do this, but like, yeah, it was like I, I recognize everybody in the front row, right? right. <laughs> so, so I, I can't tell you that lie, but um, but but you know, I, I never I never told you this, uh, but it's always been kind of this thing in like this thing like I don't know, hope or fantasy mm-hmm. that if we ever got a chance to meet him and talk about it, and it's like, dude, bottomless mirror, like everything about it, you know, sounds, you know, that we. We kind of wish the movie had been filmed. It made even if, even if it was, didn't turn out the way it was supposed to be, or whatever, uh, or released, or whatever. But like that, guess just just the fact that someone was still, if someone was interested, someone brought that out of obscurity. That we were like, if it were possible, would you make it now? And he would be like, like yes. If if there was interest in it, yeah, I would definitely try to make it now. And well, like, yeah, and you you know Nicholas Cage would would be down to to take any role, so. So, so that's always kind of been this like fancy in my head that like that if we ever got a chance to meet him, be able to talk, to be able to kind of like say that like that we'd love to see that if if you were interested or if it was possible to make it now, you know, <laughs> would you do it because we would love to see it? Absolutely. And that he would be like, yeah, I do it now. <laughs> be like, I don't, I don't have an action comics number one, but um, I mean, as much as I hate to part with it, I got a Captain America one hundred. It's not in the best condition, man. But I've got a Captain America 100, and yeah, I would I would give that to you if you would agree to make Bottomless Mirror. Holy um, shit, dude! <laughs> yeah. 
that's the first official issue of Captain America of, you know, uh, Marvel or Captain America. And, um, yeah, it's just not the best issue. It's no, it's no Hulk 181, um, or 180, 181. It's no, uh, Uncanny X-Men like 142, 143, which that's not really like price range, not really anything compared to the, you know, Cap 100. But yeah, if against this, no action comics number one, it's no amazing fancy 15, you know, um, but, uh, but yeah, um, it's good if, stuff. If, 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 if I ever met in the cage and everything, but like, dude, if you're on the fence about it, <laughs> I would gladly, you know, give you this if you would, um, if you would sign on to make that, if it was possible. That would be awesome. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to take a look and see if we can figure out where he's making appearances. But yeah. for now, we've been going three and a half hours. I, I did not think this podcast was going to go that long. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> We're a lot more passionate about Disney than I thought. Yeah. But, I, uh, well, I think it's because Disney, if we had this conversation five years ago, I mm-hmm. think it would have been it would have been maybe a forty five minute conversation. Probably it would have just been probably. Lilo and Stitch and uh, and Emperor's New Groove. Yep, yep. Um, but now Disney has gotten so much bigger, mm-hmm. um, and um, and I think part of that is because now they've gotten bigger. We expect more out of them. Yeah, yeah. Which we, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, we we know they can do better. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Is it's like you should be ashamed of yourselves because we know what you're capable of. So that's that's all it is. But yeah, um, live up to who you are, baby. <laughs> So yeah, well, I've I've been a Comey. Um, I am Turk182. Send this directly to the people at Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let them know, man. Let them know how we feel. Yeah, let, let them hear all three episodes of this three-parter. And we're not telling we're not telling Disney to stop making a particular type of movie. We're just saying, hey, start making these movies again too. Yeah. I mean, there, there's tons of people out there in the world with tons of different interests. You know, at least try to. To, to cater to to provide something for all of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So yeah. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Hope you all did too. Um, and I and I, I, you know what? And I hope you all agree with this too, because the more voices that we can get out there, um, to be like, hey, we want to see more more stuff like this. You know, then maybe we will actually see that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all very much, people. And uh, Zang, yo. Bye. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.